Hi, everyone. Welcome to Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee's Erotic Library. On this podcast, I'm inviting you into my personal library to experience my favorite erotica. All of the volumes that I will read from are on my shelves. Each week, I will treat you to a piece of erotica, either my own or from one of my favorite authors. Some weeks, I will be joined by these amazing authors themselves, and you will have the chance to hear them read their own work. This podcast is being supported by my Patreon page. That's patreon.com forward slash Lori Beth Bisbee. For people who subscribe, you will have access to special interviews with authors and readings and also to special events. So grab your drink of choice, get comfortable, and enjoy a peek into my erotic world. Hey everyone, welcome to Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee's Erotic Library. This week I have the extra special pleasure of bringing you a reading by Cecilia Tan. Cecilia Tan is simply one of the most important writers, editors, and innovators in contemporary American erotic literature, according to Susie Bright. For over 25 years, she has been writing erotic fiction and promoting BDSM community activism. RT Magazine awarded her Career Achievement in Erotic Romance in 2015. She's a member of the Saints and Sinners, LGBT Writers Hall of Fame, and she has a stack of leather and BDSM community awards, including the Pantheon of Leather President's Award, the NLA International Lifetime Achievement Award, and the NLA Women of the Year. She is the founder of Circlet Press and the author of many books, including the groundbreaking erotic short story collections, Black Feathers, the erotic BDSM romance Slow Surrender, and the Magic University series. Her short stories have appeared in Ms. Magazine, Nerve, Best American Erotica, Asimov Science Fiction, and tons of other places. She identifies as a bisexual, bi-gender switch, and wants you to know, in case you didn't, that trans women are women, no matter what a billionaire British fantasy novelist wants you to think. So, um, the story that Cecilia is reading for us today is called Lip Service. And without further ado, here is Cecilia Tan. Hi, Lori and everyone. I'm Cecilia Tan, and uh, I'm an erotica writer from the Boston area. And in the early 1990s, I was one of the three founders of The Mob New England which was a lesbian, bi, and trans women's leather club dedicated to throwing women's play parties around Boston, among many other leather activist things that I did. Um, And uh, this story I'm going to read, I want to say uh, it first appeared in a zine The Mob published in about 1999. Later on, it went on to be in Best SM Erotica, which was published by Black Books, and um, it was also in my own collection, which was called White Flames. The story is a kind of love letter to my old home leather bar, the Ramrod, where I was a regular when I lived in the Fenway, and um, basically to all the men's leather bars like the Eagle in Chicago and um, a bunch of the others that basically made me feel at home for being a kinky queer person, even though I didn't have a penis personally. So it's called Lip Service. Haley cinched her belt tight, settling the metal tip of the end through the buckle with a click. In the dim light from the ubiquitous torsier lamp in the corner, she turned first one hip, then the other toward the mirror. The pants were tight, the supple leather straining at the cratch seams. So what, Haley thought. 
She snapped her leather vest closed over her bare breasts and snugged the leather cap down onto her head. Now, if she could just get her boots on, she'd be fine. A light snow had started falling, so when she walked into the spur, the first thing she did was dust herself off, brushing at the hard polished leather sleeves of her jacket with her gloved hands. Then she looked around. The spur was dark. Too dark really to see, which she never really understood since wasn't cruising dependent on eye contact? Not that Haley cruised here. The spur was a men's bar. She just came here sometimes, as if by being here, some of that old leather musk would rub off. Tonight, though, was different. Tonight, she had a mission. She walked slowly in the almost opaque darkness to the puddle of slightly brighter light by the empty pool table and then to the bar, where she got herself a hard cider. As she put her lips to the bottle, though, she couldn't help but picture something else in her mouth. Mistress's cock. Actually, Mistress had several cocks in varying colors and shapes, but the one she preferred to ram it to Haley's mouth was pseudo-realistic. A shovel-pointed head bulbed at the tip of a six-inch long shaft. Very realistic, except for the swirl of pink and purple that was its color. Haley had been blindfolded the first few times she had knelt at Mistress's feet and sucked cock, so it hadn't been entirely fair when Mistress had unveiled it yesterday in its technicolor glory and Haley had laughed out loud. It was the laugh that had gotten her sent here tonight. Haley watched men move from one side of the bar to the other. On the wall's large screen TV, young buff men fucked each other, and in one brightly lit corner of the place, the boot black leaned against his riser, waiting for a customer. Once in a while, a man would go down the stairs or come up them, kind of like sharks circling, Haley thought, like they'd die if they stopped moving. How was she supposed to approach one of them? It was early yet, the crowd thin. In the summer, after the bar closed at 2, everybody would mill around outside until 3 a.m. or later, the cruising going on at the curbside as if nothing had changed. They called it the sidewalk sale, which Haley found really funny. But tonight, with snow coming down, who knew if things would get busy or if it would just stay like this? She knew she couldn't dawdle in her task, but how to start? She decided to get her boots shined while she worked up her nerve, though in the end, that made it easier. Some boot blacks were like hairdressers, you know, chatty. This one was, anyway. While he was brushing down the sides of her motorcycle boots, he said, So, what you doing hanging around the spur, anyway? Though she blushed to her roots, Haley answered, My mistress sent me out to learn to suck cock. That right, he replied, as if he heard that sort of thing every day. Maybe he did. <laughs> well, came to the right place, you did. Got any tips, she asked, trying to sound nonchalant about it. Eh, well, toughest part's knowing when to be gentle and when to be rough. Some guys like a little teeth, others slap you upside the head for it. Mm, don't know. Depends on the guy, I guess. Haley tipped him well when her boots were done. When she'd been sitting there, a few more men had come in. She went back to the bar and waited for the bartender's attention. When he came around, she decided it wouldn't be so difficult. She thought, what do I have to lose? I'm trying to learn to suck cock, she said when he was leaning over toward her. Excuse me? My mistress sent me to learn to suck cock. She raised her eyebrows in an is-that-okay expression, and he smiled. Well, if you want to see it done, be downstairs around midnight, he winked. If you're in a dark corner, I don't think the guys will notice you. And they might, you know, otherwise get self-conscious if they know a woman's there. No, really? He shrugged. Mm, hard to say. Some nights it doesn't happen. But sometimes a kind of group grope gets going down there. Mm, we have to break it up, of course. But sometimes it goes on for a while.
He gave another shrug, a coy one this time. Group grope, eh, Haley thought. You wouldn't find a bunch of lesbians crowded into a dark corner of a bar, sticking their hands into one another's panties, or if you did, she'd been going to the wrong bars. Haley got another cider and staked out a place at the top of the stairs. Really straight-seeming guy in a suburban-looking leather jacket and loafers went down the stairs, and Haley wondered what his deal was. Haley'd had exactly three sexual experiences with men, none of which were really worth mentioning, and she'd had countless vanilla lesbian encounters in college, which were also undeserving of mention. And then she'd met Mistress. On episode five of Licking Non-Vanilla with special guest, Miss Ava. Have you ever worn panties? Ralph? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> just a... <clears throat> Ralph, go, oh, our, our, our next topic is... I just love how it got real silent there, Chris. <laughs> I was just curious <laughs> if you knew what it felt well, like. You no, know, I... I... Can, you know, <laughs> I can't believe I made Ralph Greco speechless. Well, this is a red letter day. <laughs> I can feel the blush halfway across the country. Where's your blood going? That's a clue. Licking non-vanilla. A sex-positive hour of talk about kink, sexual mores, and writing dirty words. With your hosts, Ralph Greco Jr. and M. Christian. It hadn't happened like she thought it would. She'd started hanging out at the spur after she discovered leather, waiting for the dykes to show up. But they never did, and Haley really began to wonder if there were any leather dykes outside of the fabled promised lands of San Francisco and New York. She'd tried the munches, the meetings, no dice. She'd staved up her money and the nerve, and she finally called a woman who advertised in the weekly newspaper. That's how it started. Mistress was 100% woman, 100% femme, and 100% in charge, which was all that mattered to Haley in the end. When they were together, it was easy to submit. It felt graceful and natural when Haley was overwhelmed by her presence and enveloped by her power, which was why, she knew, Mistress sent her out on this solo excursion to see what she would do without Mistress's hand there to push her along. Haley took another swig of her cider, her throat tightening as she thought about what she was supposed to do. She wasn't sure that she could. What would the punishment for failure be? She swallowed hard, knowing suddenly, even though Mistress hadn't said so, that the punishment would be banishment until the task was done. Mistress never spoke about punishment or failure. She merely expected success, and therefore usually got it. Haley put down her empty bottle and went down the stairs. She found a dark corner, but every corner was dark, <laughs> and sat there watching the men watch each other. Down here, very few men spoke to one another, just, they kind of just stood. Haley, who had no watch, had no idea when midnight came or went. She thought she understood, though, why the Spur chose to play throbbing, non-vocal disco music. She felt herself almost fall into a trance as the men around her waited. A hand on her shoulder jolted her. Someone with beer breath and a raspy voice spoke into her ear. Hey, Jock upstairs telling me you need some help. Um, come on. She turned to see a short man with hunched shoulders walking away from her. He looked back over his shoulder, an unlit cigar clenched in his teeth, his own leather cap pulled down tight over his eyes. His bare arms looked skinny, sticking out of his leather vest. She followed him. He skirted around a wooden St. Andrew's cross and went through a narrow, open doorway. 
Beyond the door was a tiled and grimy wall lit with blue and striped with a long mirror. To the right was a line of beat-up-looking black bathroom stalls. As she caught up to him, he swung the door open on one and made an after-you gesture. She didn't, he didn't follow her in, however. He swung the door shut behind her, where it stuck in the crooked stall. Sit down, he told her. She undid her belt and pushed the two tight leathers from her hips, sat down, and recycled all that used cider. She was looking for the toilet paper when she noticed the glory hole. That's right, came his voice through the hole. Why didn't I think of that, Haley wondered aloud. She knew about glory holes, though she wasn't sure just when she came into that bit of knowledge. She couldn't see him through the hole, nor his boots underneath, but she could hear him in there. Tell me what you're expecting, he said, and I'll talk you through it. Haley sat there with her cunt dripping while she talked, which seemed appropriate somehow. I guess, I guess I'm expecting something like a dildo only warmer? His chuckle was high-pitched. Okay, that sounds about right. So, you're sitting in there, and in through the hole comes a live flesh dildo. The guy on the other end has his hand around his balls, and he waves it at you. What do you do? Uh, I put it in my mouth. How? Do you just open wide and, and, and clamp down, or what? Uh, no, no, I guess I'd, I guess I'd sort of lick it first and kind of lube it up a little. What's it taste like? Haley closed her eyes. It's, it's salty. It, it, it's salty and it, it smells a little like, like yeast. It's bready. Where the hell did you get that idea? Uh, gay porno, she answered. It's probably where she heard about glory holes and leather bars in the first place. <laughs> it was what she used to think about while her girlfriend would be licking her between the legs in a creaky dorm room bed. Again, the chuckle. <laughs> you crack me up. His exhale was harsh. Haley realized he was masturbating, which only made her want to slip her own fingers between her legs. Okay, so, it tastes like salt and dough, huh? Then what? And then I, I lick some more, like, all the way around the head, and then I get my tongue underneath, and I, I let the head into my mouth. Hmm, like an oyster on the half shell. I guess, she said, trying to recall the feel of a salty, rubbery oyster in her mouth. But oysters were usually ice cold. Then what? Uh, then I start to suck? No. That's when you get good, he said, then chuckled, having cracked himself up with his own joke. How much do you take? I take three inches. I rock my head forward and back, letting my lips tighten over the ridge where the head widens out. She didn't think of this as a submissive game, but it was definitely a game. She heard more harsh breathing from the adjacent stall, and she went on. As he starts to get more excited, I do it faster. His voice was tight with excitement as he answered her. He squeezes his balls harder, presses himself against the wall. I'm taking as much of him in as I can. I'm moving my head faster, squeezing harder. I'm wiggling my tongue, too. I'm going faster. He cut her off shortly. Close your eyes. What? Close your eyes. Now, move over to the hole. Then close your eyes. Haley swallowed hard and licked her lips. She closed her eyes, trying to imagine Mistress standing over her, whip in hand. Tried to imagine Mistress encouraging her. That's it. That's it. A little closer. She edged forward. She could hear rustling now and the hollow sound as her face grew near the hole. Her heart beat loud in her ears as she realized she was going to go through with it. Closer. Open your mouth. Haley opened her mouth, her tongue protruding slightly and making her think of the dentist's office. Say ah. Here you go. Just a little more. 
Haley leaned forward bit by bit as drops of her piss dried on her cunt and the sounds of what could only be the group grope outside reached her ears. Haley reached her tongue out farther and leaned and then felt something brush the edge of her cheek. She turned and her mouth closed over something shovel-headed and familiar and silicone. She sucked it in, taking as much of it as she could, suddenly enveloped in her mistress's power once again. That's right, suck it, came the voice. Take it all. Haley sucked her mistress's cock with a whimper. She sucked until she lost track of time, until a voice said, Okay, guys, break it up in there. She opened her eyes to the white circle of the flashlight moving across the tile grid of the floor. Her mistress's cock hung on the glory hole toward her. The pink swirl turned lavender in the bluish light. Once she had pulled up her pants and gone around the other side, she found the stall empty. She pulled the dildo out of the hole and tucked it into the inner pocket of her jacket. The bathroom was vacant. Out in the basement, things had thinned out since the grope, grope had been broken up, as men moved on home in pairs or all alone. There was no sign of the little guy from the adjacent stall. Mistress had many minions. Haley powdered her pocket. She was going home with a partner tonight, and tomorrow she was sure Mistress was going to want to hear all about it. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening today. Um, I hope you enjoyed the story. I thought it was fantastic. You can find um, the links to Cecilia Tan's work and also to her um, social media um, on the podcast pages. Um, but just in case you're only listening and um, not actually looking at the written stuff, um, you can find her on Twitter and Facebook and Google Plus as Cecilia Tan, that's C-E-C-I-L-I-A-T-A-N. And on Instagram, she is C-Tan underscore writer. Next week, please join us again for another installment of Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee's Erotic Library. Um, if you have suggestions for the show or you have an author you want me to contact and see if I can get to read, it's Lori Beth at drlauribethbisbee.press. Uh, don't forget, if you want the extras, the swag, the interviews with the authors, um, extra pieces of erotica, you need to join my Patreon as a patron. Go over to Patreon. That's patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, and it's forward slash Lori Beth Bisbee. If you join as a patron, you will get all sorts of additional perks because this Patreon is what is supporting um, me making uh, this podcast as well as um, uh, the A to Z of Sex on voiceamerica.com. Uh, it supports by helping me pay for some of the production costs. So it's greatly appreciated. And I'll let you know it by making sure that you get lots of good additional extra goodies. Look forward to seeing you all next week. Thanks for joining me on this erotic adventure. Join me again next week for more exciting erotica. Visit my websites, drlauribethbisbee.com and drlauribethbisbee.press for more information about what I'm doing and what services are available. Check out my weekly internet radio show, The A to Z of Sex, on the Health and Wellness Channel, voiceamerica.com, Thursdays at 11 a.m. PST, 2 p.m. EST, 
7 p.m. BST, and that's a live show. If you've got suggestions for this show or authors you'd like to hear, email me at laurybeth at drlauribethbisbee.press. Have a great week. <laughs>